Well, some of the crowd are on the pitch. What's going on, guys? This is Gary. It is Sunday, October 22nd of 2017. Hope you guys are doing well. Once again, I am flying solo. Josh, being the ever-busy 13-year-old, has had a lot of soccer and school obligations this weekend. So um, he uh, is studying right now and getting some homework done. So being a good student. Has his priorities straight. Um, and trust me enough uh, for me to take you guys through uh, the next 30 minutes or so. <clears throat> First, want to say, guys, thank you so much. We are getting more listens than we've ever had, more downloads. We appreciate it. You guys are doing an amazing job uh, telling your friends about us, um, subscribing to our podcast and getting those automatic downloads. And, of course, on Instagram, we're blowing it up. We are... I think about 50 followers away from 18,000. So that is amazing. So it's all due to you guys. So we cannot tell you how grateful we are to be able to do this and have people that actually care about what we have to say and what we have to post. Um, It's pretty, pretty cool. All right. Let's see. Before we jump into Game Week 9 and then a look ahead... Um, at Game Week 10, specifically from a FPL standpoint, um, want to l- remind you guys, we've posted this a bunch on Twitter and on Instagram and also talked about it on this podcast, but um, next weekend, so the weekend of the 28th and 29th, our friends at Soccer in the Streets, if you're in the Atlanta area, you must know who Soccer in the Streets is. Um, they're an amazing uh, charitable organization that helps uh, at-risk youth and um, and less fortunate youth uh, learn important life skills, uh, gain fitness, um, and all the benefits that uh, the sport of soccer has to bring with it. So um, please support them if you can, especially if you're going to be in Atlanta next weekend. Um, it starts on Saturday the 28th with a pub crawl. So if you like beer, you like making new friends, and you want to support a great cause, can't think of a better thing to do. Um, And then that is followed on Sunday with a black tie soccer game. So picture folks playing in tuxedos and uh, gowns and evening wear um, and going out and having some fun um, and, again, raising money for this great organization. So please support them if you can. You can just go to soccerstreets.org slash BTSG as in black tie soccer game Um, and I know that they would appreciate it they are fantastic folks Um, so please support them if you can alright guys let's jump into match week 9 an interesting weekend um, of soccer to say the least alright so we're going to start with uh, Friday's match we had one match on Friday uh, West Ham 0 Brighton three. So Brighton with a huge win. Um, I'll talk about it later, but I had two Brighton players, both sat on my bench, both got six points, um, which is horrible, but it's not quite as bad as it sounds. And I will tell you why in a little bit, I believe in uh, radio and podcast and they call that a tease. Um, so stay with us. All right. We had a bunch of matches on Saturday. First up, Chelsea 4, Watford 2. Chelsea uh, bounced back. 
They show what they're made of. Um, an amazing performance really all around from Chelsea. If you watch the match and just watched Hazard play, and I know he wasn't necessarily the standout for Chelsea that day, but, man, that guy can just – he is so fast with the ball at his feet. Um, and I'm always telling Josh, my son, to to watch him just move with the ball. Um, at that level, to still make all of those other professionals look like they're standing still and he's – Going 100 miles an hour is an amazing, amazing performance. Um, Swansea won Leicester City 2. So Leicester City squeaked by with their new manager in place. Stoke won Bournemouth 2. Newcastle won Crystal Palace 2. So a big win there for Newcastle. Man City, dominating as always, beat Burnley 3-0. Aguero ties the all-time scoring record for Manchester City, so congratulations to him. He's a huge listener um, of this podcast, so um, you're in good company if you're listening to this. Um, I promise you, he listens to us. Uh, But one more goal, and he will be the all-time leading goal scorer, and I don't think it could happen to a better player. If you've listened to us before, you know that I'm a huge fan of um, not only Manchester City, but especially of Sergio Aguero. Um, Upset of the weekend, Huddersfield 2, Manchester United 1. So separates the two Manchester teams in the the first two spots in the table for sure. Um, But quite a blow to Man U and quite a win for Huddersfield. Um, I think that's a pretty spectacular thing for them. Um, And then Southampton won West Brom nil. Newtster not happy about that. And then two matches on Sunday. Uh, The match of the weekend, Spurs for Liverpool one. Harry Kane finally breaks out of his home uh, goal-scoring drought, although um, I moved him off my team. We'll talk about that more in a minute. Um, and Deli Alley had a goal as well. Um, and then Everton two, Arsenal five. Arsenal just blew out Everton. Um, Everton were off to a good start, and then it sort of all just fell apart for them, and it all came together for Arsenal. Let's take a look then at the table. All right. Things have not changed at the very, very top. Manchester City still in first place, still undefeated. They have 25 points. So one draw and eight wins. Manchester United, even with the loss, still hold on to second place, although they're tied now with Spurs on points at 20, but they have a plus-five goal differential over Spurs. Third place, Spurs. Fourth place, moving up, Chelsea with 16 points. Big gap there uh, from the top of the top four to the, the fourth spot in the top four. So Manchester City sitting on 25 points, Chelsea on 16. That nine-point gap is huge. Um, Arsenal in fifth place, tied on 16 points with Chelsea, but Chelsea are up um, by two more goals in the goal differential. Sixth place, Watford. Seventh, Newcastle. Look at that. Eighth, Burnley. Ninth, Liverpool. Dropping further down. Tenth, Southampton. Eleventh, Huddersfield. Twelfth, Brighton Hove. So look at the three promoted teams all sitting comfortably in the table. Fourteenth place, Leicester City with a big jump. Fifteenth place is Swansea. Sixteenth, West Ham. Seventeenth, Stoke. Eighteenth, Everton. Not good for them. Um, 19th, Bournemouth, and of course still in 20th place, Crystal Palace. So um, interesting how the table's shaping up and these newly promoted teams, um, they're hanging around. They're playing tough, 
And I think the more that these teams believe in themselves and, and find that they really can win, um, they could cause some damage later on in the year. So to kind of set the stage um, for looking back at um, the FPL-related things for uh, match week nine, let's first take a look at sort of the top transfers in and the top transfers out. just kind of shapes um, the landscape a little bit. Um, coming in, uh, since he had been sitting on the bench for two matches um, in all competitions, people had a good feeling, I think, that Aguero was going to was going to see some time out on the pitch this weekend. So he was the most transferred in player. His teammate Sané also transferred in. Richarlison comes in. Otamendi, another Man City player. And Ducore of Watford. So three City players and two Watford players um, take up the top five most transferred in players of game week nine. Most transferred out. Um, Gabriel Jesus, I think a lot of people had a feeling that he had been playing a lot of minutes with a healthy Aguero. Why not rest Jesus, which is exactly what Pep did. Mkhitaryan, who's been sort of a non-existent player lately. Um, I got rid of him myself. Um, He came out. Lukaku was also transferred out quite a bit, as is Chicharito and Sterling, Um, even though he's been playing well. There's just not enough positions to go around to get everybody on Manchester City um, out on the pitch. All right, Josh's favorite favorite section here is the latest injuries and bans. I don't know why he does love it so much, but he does. Um, first up, Giorgio Giorgio <laughs> Jorginho Wijnaldum. Sorry about that. Uh, knee injury, 75% chance of playing, and of course, all of these we will repost later in the week when it makes. More of a difference. Uh, Gareth Barry, hamstring injury, 75% chance. We've got Craig Dawson, knee injury, 75% chance. We've got Johnny Evans, a lot of West Brom injuries here. Groin injury, 75% chance. Jermaine Defoe, hamstring, 75% chance. Josh King, illness, 75% chance. Kachunga of Huddersfield, back injury, 75% chance. For Burnley, we've got Chris Wood, hamstring 75%. We've got his teammate Sam Vokes, abdominal injury, 75% chance of playing. Watford, we've got Roberto Perea. He has a Canuck, 75% chance. Phil Jones of Man U, who has been having an amazing season, thigh injury, 75% chance. Ospina, goalkeeper. For Arsenal, groin injury. Ouch. Expected back November 18th. So we still got a little while for him to show up. Shakiri, ankle injury, 75% chance. We've got his teammate Martins Indy. He has a knock. Expected back next weekend. So he should be okay in the event you have him on your team. Uh, Jeremy Piad. Uh, a knock expected back also next weekend on the 28th. And then Diafra Sacco, back injury, also expected back on the 28th of October. All right, now really moving into FPL-related stuff. This is a, a little segment I like to call Good Move, Bad Mistake. So 
just exactly what it says, talking about some good moves that we made and some really bad mistakes that we made um, in terms of transfers, especially in our starting 11. Good moves. Took Otamendi and Monreal and Chupo Moting. All of them got great points um, this weekend. So very, very happy with the performance of those that we transferred in. On the other hand, those that we transferred out, not so happy with. Got rid of Kane. Was kind of sick of him. And just knowing his history, I think, for four, the four home games that they've had um, in the league this season at Wembley, he hasn't scored any. Um, unfortunately for me, he uh, kind of ruined that streak today with a couple of goals um, and brought in Morata, who got, I think, a point. We'll look and see in a minute. Not happy about that. And also dropped Kane's teammate, Deli Alley, because he's been quiet lately. Uh, for Christian Eriksen, and of course, Ali uh, gets a goal today. So, um, but such is life in the FPL. Let us tell you, let me tell you about our team. All right, so we have 57 points right now, but we're going to say that that is 63, and I'll tell you why in a second. All right, in goal, Fraser Forrester with six points. On defense, the back four did amazing. Forrester with six points. Cedric. With six points, Otamendi, 15 points, makes the team of the week. And Nacho Monreal with seven points. In midfield, bit of a mixed bag here. Chupo Moting, five points. Christian Eriksen, only two. Wish I would have kept on a Deli Alley. David Silva, pretty quiet with three points. He was my vice captain. And then Raheem Sterling I had starting. He got zero points. But the good thing here is that on the bench, I had Pascal Gross who got six points. So with Sterling not seeing any minutes, Gross should be moved um, <clears throat> into my midfield, and that will give me the six extra points to take me from 57 to 63. Uh, Tammy Abraham, very, very quiet, only two points. My front line did, did terribly for me. Uh, Abraham, two points. Morata, one point, like I said. And then Lukaku was my captain, got me 10. Um, on the bench, um, had Elliot of Newcastle. He made the team of the week and got seven points. Doesn't count. Uh, and Bemba got zero points. Gross, as I mentioned, had six. And Dunk, Gross's teammate on Brighton, got six. So, wouldn't have been a horrible weekend to play bench boost um, in hindsight. But I didn't. Alright. Uh, let's see. The highest scoring team for the week. Looks like 104 points. 104 is the high score for the week, um, at least as of the time that we're recording this. I know sometimes things get updated and changed, so if this is incorrect, our apologies, and we'll repost it on the Let's Talk Soccer Instagram page. Tampa Bay Buccaneers with a touchdown. I'm a huge fan, um, so kind of watching football, American football, um, as I'm recording this. All right. 104 points, and his team looks like this. He's playing a 4-3-3. Forster in goal, 6 points. Otamendi, 15. Davies, 0. Don't know about Davies. He is so inconsistent. Um, Yoshida, 8 points, and Higazi, only 2. In midfield, 3 are Chupo Moting with 5. Leroy Sané was his captain, or her captain, uh, 24 points, and Mo Salah, with seven points. And then up top, Sergio Aguero with seven, Lukaku five, and Jamie Vardy only two. But with bench boost, Chip also gets three points from Foster, six points from LaSalle, six points from Gross, and eight points from Ducore. So 
uh, looks like about 23 points there from the bench boost. So congratulations to that team. As we always like to do, we like to look at the number one team in the world, number one team overall on total points and how that team did each game week. So uh, the top team in the world, looks like it's called Joe MC, Joe MC Fadden or Joe McFadden. Um, there's a space between the MC and the Fadden, so that's why I'm saying it that way. Um, 95 points for this team, playing a 4-4-2. De Gea in goal, just one point. Aspilicueta, 7. Yoshida, 8. Otamendi, 15. And LaSalle, 6. In midfield, Aaron Ramsey with 12. Erickson, 2. Silva, 3. Sané, the captain of this team, 24. Vice captain is Kane with 16. And Chicharito, just one, and it does not look like this team played the bench boost, but just in case you're curious, on the bench, Elliott for goalkeeper, Shaka, Evans, who's injured, and then Calvert, Lewin. Dream team for match week nine. In goal, Elliott with seven points. Three defenders, Otamendi, 15, Van Dyke, 9, DeAndre Yedlin, an American with 8. Congratulations. Four midfielders, Stanislaus, 13, Ozil, 13, Ramsey, 12, Pedro, 12. Ozil and um, Alexis did very well together today. And then three uh, forwards, Kane, 16, Glenn Murray, 13, and Batshui, who had an amazing uh, performance this weekend with 12. Dream Team overall, through all nine weeks, we have Dobby De Gea with 15, Otamendi 55, Antonio Valencia 54, and Phil Jones 49. Four midfielders, Sané 59, Erickson 58, Silva 54, and Mo Salah 53. And then the three forwards, Kane 63, Aguero 59, and Lukaku 57. And then lastly, in the Let's Talk Soccer FPL League, Congratulations to our top 10, and they are Bellum Adanama, total of 554 points, is our top team. Uh, number second place, no one team, three T-O-R-R exclamation point uh, in second, uh, Muscar FC in third, BPFC in fourth, Kinja Z in fifth, City in sixth, Smith Hampton seventh, Jesus, Jesus, or Jesus United, again, however you pronounce that, um, or his name, uh, eighth place, son of a billich in ninth, and Indigo in tenth. So again, congratulations, guys. And we will post that, of course, also to give everyone some recognition um, up on our Instagram page. So let's take a look at game week 10. Let's look at the matchups first and then talk about what players we want to target. Okay, again, probably the best way or one of the best ways is to look at the FDR, the fixture difficulty rankings. One, an FDR of one means you have a very easy match uh, against your opponent, and five means very difficult. All right, Man U Spurs, both of them have an FDR of four, which means they might just sit and cancel each other out, or like Spurs did to Liverpool this weekend, they might blow it out. But it's a bit of a risk, right? If you're playing against a harder team, using players um, from a team, either Man U or Spurs in this matter, you know, may amount to nothing. It may amount to something. So just be aware of the risk that's associated with that. Um, Arsenal, FDR2, Swansea 4. So everything leaning in favor of Arsenal. Crystal Palace, 
FDR of two, West Ham also with a two. So this is where, especially, um, you know, you want to look at some players and you might have some success here from either team. Liverpool, a two, Huddersfield, a four. So definitely in favor of Liverpool players. Watford, two, Stoke, two. Equal matchup there. West Brom playing Man City. West Brom, of course, an FDR of four. Probably should be a five, but the fact that West Brom are at home probably makes it the four. Man City a two. In that match, you want City players. Bournemouth, four. Chelsea, two. FDR. So in favor of Chelsea by quite a bit. On Sunday, there's two matches. Brighton and Southampton each have an FDR of two. The second match that day, Leicester City and Everton have an FDR of three each. And then on Monday, we have one match, Burnley, FDR of two, and Newcastle, an FDR of three. So next, let's talk about, based on these matchups, what players we should be looking at position by position. All right, let's start with the goalkeepers. All right, my suggestions here are, you look at Joe Hart. Again, this is based somewhat on current performance, um, somewhat on um, the FDR. All right, Joe Hart, Wayne Hennessy, Fraser Forster, Gomez of Watford, Jack Butlin, and Pope of Burnley. I think any of those should be a solid bet there. On defense, Monreal, he's been playing well lately, Fonte, Kyle Walker or Otamendi of Man City. Really, you can't go wrong with just about any City player. Um, from Burnley, we've got Ward and Ben Mee. Cedric and Yoshida of Southampton, either of one either one of them would be a good choice. Uh, David Luiz or Spilicueta of uh, Chelsea. And then from Brighton, Duffy, Bruno, or Dunk. All good bets and some cheap players. So trying to have a mixture of... Uh, inexpensive players and, um, you know, some of the more expensive ones, just depending on what kind of budget you have. In midfield, Chupo Moting has been in great form lately. No reason that he's going to slow down based on the matchup in Game Week 10, Michael Antonio. Zaha and Loftus-Cheek, I think, could be dangerous. Uh, Gross, of course, also in great form, much like Chupo Moting. Ozil and Alexis, looks like they're back. Um, can't imagine they're not going to get playing time coming up, and I think they've sort of found their confidence in their rhythm. Um, from Liverpool, Salah or Coutinho. Coutinho's been a little quiet lately, but he will uh, break out at some point. Richarlison of Watford. Uh, from Chelsea, Pedro. Bakayoko's been playing all right. Um, and, of course, Hazard. Um, and then for Man City, Sané, Silva, and KDB. I think at some point Sterling's going to make an appearance back in. Does that mean Sané takes a seat? Does uh, Pep rest Silva at some point? So you never know with Pep's rotation. You just got to be careful with that. Um, And then at forward, I think Morata will pick his game up after a poor weekend this weekend. Um, I don't think you want to choose Lukaku in big matches. He just doesn't seem to get the job done. Um, at least historically, uh, for Man City, I think Jesus and Aguero will be back up top together. Um, and I believe even that Jesus will assist, uh, Aguero's, um, goal to take the all, take solo spot in all time goal scored for Man City. 
Um, Jamie Vardy can be dangerous. Lacazette seems to be back in form. Um, and then if you're looking for a uh, cheaper, maybe differential player, Dio uh, Stoke. And then for captains, Jesus Oroguero, I think are good bets. Kevin De Bruyne, Eden Hazard, Lacazette, or Marata. So those are the suggestions of players to look at, take, and possibly even captain for Game Week 10. That's going to do it for us, guys. Quick and painless. Um, hopefully Josh will be back with us for next weekend. He should be. Um, you will catch us all the time on Instagram. Just look at Let's Talk Soccer. Uh, we're picking up the action on Twitter, too, lately. Uh, that's just Let's Talk Soccer 2, and that's the number two. Uh, we're doing a little bit more on Facebook. That's also just looking for Let's Talk Soccer 2. And please, again, subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. Please tell your friends about it because sharing is caring. Yes, it is. We are close to 18,000 followers on Instagram. We want to get to 20,000 definitely before the end of the year. So please help us if you can. We love you guys. We appreciate you guys. Until next time, we say peace. Goodbye.